I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Well, we're going to talk about today something more positive. Sometimes I get off on my tangents and it's all negative and doom and gloom, but today's real positive. We're going to talk about foods that you should be adding to your diet and not just how to add them, but why to add them. And that's a big thing because if I can explain to you why you need to eat certain foods, you'll go, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. I can do that. That's not too tough to do. And a lot of things we're going to talk about, hey, some of you may have never heard of before, and others you may think, I've never eaten that before, and I want you to try it. And if you don't like it, eh, you don't like it. You blew it. But chances are you're going to like it. And then you say, oh, this is something new I can add to my diet. Because I've been doing this now for 35 years. And when I look at people, I look at their diets, all our patients that come in, we do a diet diary on them and a food analysis. And they see, I see the same foods over and over and over again. And chances are, if you wrote down everything you ate for the past... I don't know, year, if you could somehow write down every little thing you ate, you'd see a pattern. And what I see is most people eat about the same six things over and over again. And so they might have a hamburger, they might have a cheese sandwich, or they might have a, I don't know, a donut or coffee. And the same six foods just keep appearing over and over again. So here's the thing on how to change your diet. Take those six foods that are bad, or whatever that number is for you, and replace it with six good foods. You have to eat anyway you might as well eat good food. It really is that simple. And the cool part about this is that it's cheaper than anything you're doing right now. You'll save money, you'll feel better, you'll probably live long, you'll go to the bathroom better, your love life will probably improve, you'll sleep better, you'll have more energy, you'll be a better mother, father, sister, brother, coworker, churchgoer, whatever it is. So there's no downside to doing this. Well, the only downside I can think of is a lot of that junk food really tastes good. Because I remember I used to eat that stuff. And it tasted great. And I'm not gonna lie to you, but is it worth it? And that's what I want to get in your mind. Is this worth it? So whenever you eat something, look at the food and say, is this going to help my body or is this going to hurt my body? And if the answer is going to help it, eat away. If it's going to hurt you, I want you to reconsider having it because it's not worth eating. And I think Suzanne Summer said, nothing tastes as good as skinny. Well, that's true, but nothing tastes as good as healthy either. And that's what I want you to consider. What tastes good is being healthy. So let's start out. Some of the foods, like I said, you probably never heard of before. Some of them you may have tried and went, eh, I don't even eat that anymore. I want to start out with beets. Now, beets are red, of course. So the darker the color, as a general rule, the more nutrients they have. So with beets, you can do several things with them. You can peel them and, and shred them and eat them raw, which is actually the best way to eat them. Uh, you can cook them. You can pickle them. So there's a lot of different ways you can cook beets, but I want you to start adding beets into your diet for several reasons. You remember the cartoon Popeye? He'd eat a spinach and he'd get all these muscles. That's what beets do to you. They have lots of nutrients in them. Now, make sure you eat the whole beet because the whole beet is going to have fiber because beets are high in sugar. They're the sweetest vegetable there is, but that's why you can see things like beet sugar. You can actually make sugar from beets just like you do from corn or from sugar cane. So beets are high in sugar. So if you eat the whole beet, it's going to give fiber in your body and push the, the sugar slowly through your colon and you get a slow release of energy. If you drink something like pure beet juice, that's going to give you a big blast of sugar, which I'm not a big fan of. There's a chemical called beta-cyanines, and these are the things that uh, can actually get into your body and help fight cancer. So that's kind of neat. 
Now, beets are also high in something called nitrates. Now, nitrates, when they get into the system, convert into nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. So you, you may have seen some commercials on radio, uh, I think they would do on TV too, for beet powder. If you do this beet powder, it's going to increase your love life. Because the nitrates convert into nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels and increases circulation to your brain, to your muscles, to your reproductive organs. Keep it clean. It's a family show. And increase circulation throughout your whole body. So the beet powder is good. I'm okay with that because when they make the powder, they take out the sugar as well. However, it's not the end-all, be-all. When it comes to nitric oxide, there are supplements out there that are much better than that, or there's actually foods out there. So beets are high in nitric oxide, nitrates. Okay? Uh, if you're going to eat arugula, I mean, if arugula is, it's kind of like a lettuce, arugula is high, much higher in nitrates. So if you had a beet arugula salad, uh-huh, you got some circulation going on. So that might be something you might want to consider. One of the supplements I have on my website is Dr. Joe's nitric oxide. We make it from citrulline. Now, citrulline converts into nitric oxide and opens up your blood vessels. I find that that's more powerful. So if you really need a boost for circulation, nitric oxide is a biggie. I take it just about every day. It helps circulation to my brain, to my whole body, actually. And people say to me, Dr. Joe, how do you talk so fast? How do you know all this stuff? How do you just spit out this information? I was even on a Dr. Oz show, and afterwards, Dr. Oz said, I don't even use Google anymore. I just ask Dr. Joe questions. So one of the things that I do is I take nitric oxide to stimulate circulation to my brain, keep my brain healthy, and my rest of my parts of my body. So beets might be a good thing, and I think you should add them to your diet, but if you really want that blast of nitric oxide, you could take Dr. Joe's nitric oxide support and arugula salad, of course, too. If you never had arugula, it's a little bitter. Um, I like bitters. I grew up uh, in an Italian family, so we had Italian broccoli. We called it broccoli rob or rapini. Um, my German grandmother would make some bitter things as well, and bitters help clean out your liver. So by eating bitter foods, it can really help clean you out. Now, you can use the top of the beets as well. I remember years ago, I was dating this gal, and I was making beets, and um, I grew in my garden, actually, and I was cleaning them. I took the tops, and I started chopping them up, and she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to make the beet tops. She goes, don't you throw them away? Why would you throw them away? I don't know. Well, I, this is the same girl who, by the way, was amazed that I made soup. And she didn't know you could make soup, so I'll leave it at that. But chopped up the beets, you can shred them, a little garlic and olive oil, and uh, saute them up a little bit. Spectacular. So you can cook the beets as a bottom, cook the, side, the tops as a side dish. Just awesome. Relatively inexpensive, too. And they're really good for you. So I want you to start considering some beets. And you can steam them. I add a little salt after I do that with the garlic and the olive oil. But as an Italian, I think we cooked all our vegetables the same way. I always laugh. My, my mother, my grandmother, I think if she made ice cream, she'd start with garlic because everything started with garlic. But we're going to talk about garlic as being one of the superfoods. And I want you to start considering adding garlic to your diet. I'm going to talk about why in just a second. Cabbage. Think about adding cabbage to your diet. It's really cheap. People say, I can't afford to eat well. You can't afford not to eat well. Because if you're eating well, you're going to save a ton of money. So cabbage is awesome uh, because it's what's called a cruciferous vegetable. So a little fun fact for you, cruciferous vegetables, cabbage, uh, Brussels sprouts, I think mustards are cruciferous as well. When the flowers form, they're in the shape of a crucifix. That's why they're called cruciferous. Totally useless fact. But the cruciferous vegetables have endol-free carbonyl in them, which help can, fight, can help fight cancer, has diendol methane. Diendol methane helps prevent your testosterone from converting into estrogen. Now, most of us have way too much estrogen in our bodies. Because where we produce it, as we get older, our testosterone levels drop, so our estrogen levels kind of go up. And we're exposing ourselves to chemicals every day in our society 
that are endocrine disruptors. They're estrogen-like compounds. What might that be? Perfumes, hairsprays, deodorants, new car smell, uh, uh, plug-in things that you plug into the wall that create air fresheners, carpet cleaners. Any of these fresheners that aren't natural smells usually have chemicals in it called phthalates, which are endocrine disruptors, which act like estrogen. So most of us have way too much estrogen, and we want to stop our testosterone from converting it to estrogen. Diandol methane can do that, and we get that from cruciferous vegetables. So cabbage is great, really low in calories, about 22 calories a serving, which is silly uh, low. Sulfurophane is another chemical that's found that helps produce enzymes that help fight cancer. So another reason why you should be eating uh, your cabbages. Also, cabbage is high in something called probiotics. Now, if you've listened to my shows before, I talk a lot about probiotics. We'll talk about this in a second with fermented vegetables. But probiotics are good bacteria. You have about 100 trillion bacteria in your colon, some good, some bad. And most of us are being exposed to things that act like uh, antibiotics. Uh, chlorine acts as an antibiotic. So if you're showering and you don't have a filter in your house, one shower can open up your pores and absorb as much chlorine as eight glasses of water. So chlorine can act as an antibiotic. Antibiotics act as antibiotics. Uh, glyphosate, which is a weed killer that we spray on a lot of foods now, especially genetically modified foods, is an antibiotic. So if we're taking antibiotics, we're killing off the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. But what happens then is as the good bacteria ki are killed off, it starts to affect your immune system. So we want to get those probiotics, those good bacteria, as often as we can into our system. So cabbage is high in probiotics. How do we know that? These, the cabbage is one of the things we make fermented vegetables from very easily. For example, sauerkraut. How do you make sauerkraut? Shred some cabbage, add some salt, press it down, and it ferments. But where did the fermentation come from? The bacteria that's in the cabbage. Kimchi, which is a Korean food. Very, very good for you if you make it yourself. We'll talk about that in a little bit. What, how, why does it ferment? It has the probiotics in the cabbage. So cabbage is one of those wonder foods. Now you can make it as a slaw. I do this all the time. You want a really low calorie, very filling food. Salad is okay. I like salad. I eat salad every day. But you do a slaw like a chopped up or shredded uh, coleslaw with cabbage. You can add some salad dressing to it. It doesn't have to be mayonnaise, by the way. You can add any type of salad dressing to it. I add some nutritional yeast to every salad I eat because nutritional yeast uh, is loaded with B vitamins. It also has nutrients in it that can help uh, your immune system. And so that's why I like to have nutritional yeast every single day. It's called beta-glucan. And there's different types of beta-glucan. One type is found in oatmeal. One type is found in nutritional yeast. The beta-glucan in nutritional yeast is, uh, can reduce your risk of cold and flu by about 30%. And if you do have cold or flu, by having the, the beta-glucan from nutritional yeast can reduce the severity by about 50%. Vaccines are about 35% effective or 40% effective. So nutritional yeast is something I think you should add to your diet every day, especially in the winter, but I do it every day. So I, if you take a regular salad dressing, and in my book, Prescription for Extreme Health, uh, no, Eating Right for the Health of It, I'm sorry, written too many books. Eating Right for the Health of It, we have a whole chapter on salad dressing recipes. Because people say, oh, I don't know what to put on my salad. I don't know how to make a salad. It's all in the book. It's real simple. And that's on my website, by the way, drjoe.com. All my supplements, what we're going to talk about today, my books, uh, 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 Podcasts, all of that's on the website, drjoe.com. We have over 1,000 hours of podcasts on the website. So if you like what you're hearing, go to the website. You'll get a lot more information. I think you'll love it like most people do. Uh, but the supplements we talked about, we're going to talk about probiotics. Uh, we'll talk about digestive enzymes. We'll talk about super greens, essential source. All that's on the website, drjoe.com. So I like making cabbage and beans. Really cheap meal. When I was in college and I had absolutely no money whatsoever, 
uh, cabbage and beans was one of my mainstays. I'd get a can of cannellini beans, and organic, of course, and cabbage, shred it up. I'd, I'd saute the cabbage and some garlic and olive oil, because again, everything in the Italian world starts with garlic and olive oil. And I'd saute that, put some water in it, steam it down, add the can of beans, mix it up and eat it. Very filling, very nutritious. And at the time, I didn't know what I know now about biochemistry and nutrition. It was so good for you. I had no idea I was saving money and doing things good for me. So that's the neat part about eating well. It's pretty inexpensive. So if you don't know what to do with cabbage, that's just a couple of ideas. So cabbage is great. If you want to just shred it up and put it in other salads, that's awesome as well. You can put it in soups. Uh, when you cook it, by the way, you're going to destroy a lot of those probiotics because probiotics are heat sensitive. They're bacteria. And so they're sensitive to heat. So whenever you cook something, some food nutrients are freed up, but you're also destroying some others. And that's why I like to eat a lot of my diet raw. Now, it's not raw, raw meat. No, I don't eat meat, okay? So I have for my breakfast, I have super greens and essential source every day. If you don't know what that is, it's two powders, uh, spectacular, loaded with vitamins, minerals, nutrients. It's the minimum amount of nutrients you should be taking every day. So super greens and essential source first thing in the morning. Uh, then I'll have usually a piece of fruit or two. And right around 12, 10 o'clock or so, I'll have lunch. Uh, I'll have a snack. And in my snack, um, I'll have some nuts. And then lunch is usually a salad. Now, some days I go out to lunch. I may have business meetings. Uh, that's fine, too. And, you know, I may break my trend. It's not every day I have the same thing. And then dinner I'm a little more flexible with. Now, I don't eat meat. I've been a vegan for over 33 years. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to make better choices. Like today's show, we're talking about foods to add to your diet and why. And when you start adding these foods to your diet, you'll be fascinated how much better you feel, how much weight you lose probably, you'll go to the bathroom better. It's, it's a no-brainer. And as a chiropractor, my team of doctors, we want to get you well as quickly as possible. So as part of our treatment plan, we do a nutritional workup with our patients. To me, that's a no-brainer. I can't imagine any doctor not doing a nutritional workup. But that being said, in fairness to my colleagues, a lot of doctors aren't trained in nutrition. A lot of people aren't trained in nutrition. So they send their patients to us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We would love to be your doctor. So if you'd like to come see us, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, muscle weakness, if you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. We get car accident cases every single day in my office. Some of them happen right away. Some of them happened two years, five years, 10 years ago. Dr. Joe, I heard what you say. If the car was damaged, you were damaged. You were right. The insurance company told me I wasn't hurt, but I had neck pain. I had numbness. I had tingling. I had headaches. And they just told me I wasn't hurt. So I thought they knew better than me. Insurance companies don't know anything about healthcare. They know about insurance. And they know how to make sure that you don't get paid as much as I feel you should. So if you want to get treated right, come see us. We'll check it out. So if you want to make an appointment, go to my website, drjoe.com, and you can make an appointment right away. We have, again, offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We even take Medicare. How about that? So we want to get you well and keep you well. So stop suffering, drjoe.com. So today we're talking about things that you should add to your diet, what, not just how to add it, but why to add it. I want to talk about something called guava. Now, you may not know what guava is. And the first time I had it, I, I grew up in Hoboken, New Jersey. So I didn't have a lot of guava around. Um, growing up in an Italian family. But if we ventured literally across the street, at the time, the city was very divided, very segregated. Uh, there was the Puerto Rican community. And if we went to one of the Puerto Rican grocery stores, you'd see things like guava. We didn't know what that was, not an Italian food. So as I got older, I started introducing new foods into my diet, and guava was one of these really cool foods. It's a little acidic, it's a little sweet. The closer you get to the middle, it's sweeter, uh, loaded with nutrients. It has something in it called lycopene. And lycopene is an antioxidant that's very good for men, especially for our prostates. 
Uh, it's also found in tomatoes and watermelons. It's that orangey uh, red color. It provides potassium, uh, more potassium than a banana, and it's very high in fiber, about nine grams of fiber. Now, if you've listened to my shows before, you know I push fiber very uh, often because fiber is so important. The way your colon works is it's a tube. And when, if you put something like meat or dairy products or eggs in there, there's no fiber. So whatever is there is there. When you eat fiber, which can only come from plants, and then you drink water or some fluids, it swells up and the fiber stretches your colon. And as your colon stretches, you fire off what's called stretch receptors. And these stretch receptors will fire off and tell the colon, okay, you can't get any bigger, we're going to start to contract. And it's going to push the food through your colon. That's why fiber is so important. It's like a broom. It sweeps the colon, cleans it out. It wraps around and binds to certain toxic chemicals. So fiber is so important, you can only get fiber from plants. You can't get it from animal products. So guava is a great source of animal product, uh, of fiber, not of animal products. But what you can do with guava is eat the whole thing. Try to get organic, wash the skin. Whenever you eat any fruit, whenever you eat anything, I want you to wash it. Even watermelon, you think, well, I'm not going to eat the skin, but there can be chemicals and, and waste products and, and bacteria and virus and germs on the skin. When you cut into it, you can be pushing those into the food. So make sure you wash anything you have with soap. Have some natural dish soap, because I have all natural soaps in my house, and just wash it down, rinse it off real good, and then you're going to remove the chance of getting anything toxic into the fruit itself. With the guava, you can actually eat the skin and the rinds, so you can just wash it real well and do that. Uh, just kind of fun. If you've never seen them, usually in Latin grocery stores, hiring grocery stores. Um, but try something new. If you don't like it, you know what? Don't eat it again. It's just that simple. Nobody's forcing you to do these things. I just want you to try different things and find out, because most of them you're going to like. Periodically, you're going to come across something and go, eh, I don't really like that that much. That's okay. You don't have to eat that. Go on to the next food. It's about 120,000 foods you can try that are good for you. So give that a shot and see what happens. And whenever somebody starts to do this, no matter how meat and potato they are, they're like, wow, this is really kind of good. I really kind of enjoy this. Um, a, a guest on Eric Von Hessler's show on a regular basis, he's a, a host in Atlanta, and he's very meat and potatoes. He always makes fun of me all the time. It's kind of why I'm a guest, I think, so he can pick on me. And he talks about all the time on how he just eats his really boring meat and potatoes diet, meat and potatoes diet. And I'll try to bring him new foods on a regular basis. And sometimes he likes them and sometimes he doesn't. That's okay. The fact that he's trying them is really important. And it's really important if you have children. Have them try different things. My mother, love my mother, but when I was a kid, my, we lived up in Hoboken, New Jersey area. So my father would go fishing off the New York shore of Montauk and Long Island. And one of the fish that was easy to catch was mackerel. Now, if you've ever eaten mackerel, it's really fishy. Now, it's kind of funny. You don't want to eat a fish that tastes fishy. I want to eat a banana that tastes banana-y, but you don't want to eat fish that tastes fishy. And my mother would make me eat one bite. And I just remember gagging and, oh, I just didn't like it. Now, my mother should have said, take one bite. If you don't like it, you don't ever have to eat it again. But every time my father would go fishing, she'd try feeding me this mackerel, and it was horrible. I do not like fish. Still don't like I haven't had fish in 34 years. I've been vegan. But... Just don't force somebody on it, but let them take a little bite. If they don't like it, spit it out. That's fine. More foods. We're talking about foods today you should add to your diet. You want to start adding foods to your diet uh, that are going to be good for you. Swiss chard. My German grandmother, I have Italian and German, half and half. My German grandmother would always make Swiss chard. And she would uh, put it through the mule, she would call it. She would grind it up, and she'd make cream Swiss chard. And she would put butter and flour and mix it up, make a roux. We didn't call it a roux back then, it just with butter and, and, and flour. And then she'd add some salt to it and add the Swiss chard and cook it up. And it was cream spinach or cream Swiss chard. Absolutely one of my favorite foods in the world. Spectacular. 
And I never knew anyone to ever mention Swiss chard except for my grandmother who made it. Well, you become an adult, you go out in the real world, and you find out that there's other foods in there. Now, Swiss chard is high in lutein and zeaxanthine. Lutein and zeaxanthine are antioxidants that are very good for your vision. So here's my story on this. Several years ago, I was diagnosed with macular degeneration. Okay, the back of my eye was getting these little white dots on it. And eventually, with macular degeneration, you go blind. So my eye doctor told me, you got macular degeneration. This is it. Not a, not a whole lot of hope for you. And it's either going to stay the same or get worse. It's never going to get better. So deal with it. Take some zeaxanthine and lutein. Not good news to walk out of the eye doctors with. So I, I started taking Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. These are the supplements I push so hard because it seems like every day somebody's calling me up with something new and amazing that happened when they started taking it. So I started taking it every day, and it's uh, essential sources, raw fruits and vegetables, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, a circulatory component. Uh, it's just amazing. Super greens is antioxidants to neutralize a lot of acids in your body. So I started taking them. About two years later, I went back to the eye doctor, and he took a picture of my retina again, and he started shaking. I said, uh-oh, what's wrong? And he looked at me, and he looked back, he says, I've never seen this before. And I thought I had a brain tumor, of course. And I said, what happened? He says, your eyes are getting better. I said, no way. You told me it'll never get better. He says, no, look at this. And he showed me the pictures. And then I've gone every two years, and every two years, my eyes get better and better. And I'm going to put that up as a blog, by the way. I have the pictures, and I'm, I'm talking to my website guy to put it up as a blog with my pictures of my eyes. So you can actually see the retina getting better. So zeaxanthin and lutein are vital for eye function. Great source, great, Swiss chard is a great source, but there are other antioxidants that work as well. So with Swiss charge, you can cook it up, same thing. Uh, slice it up, a little garlic and olive oil if you want to. You can cream it if you want. Now, I don't do animal products anymore. So there's butter substitutes that you can use. You could use olive oil if you want to. Make a roux. You know, I would use a gluten-free flour, of course. And then a little salt and pepper, some garlic if you want to. Cook it up. You can make cream Swiss chard or cream spinach. Just spectacular. And I love it. Now, I've been to restaurants. And even before I went vegan, I would try things that my family would make, like artichokes or cream spinach. Never even a, 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 a iota as good as the ones that I made at home, or my family made. Uh, artichokes, gosh, that's another thing I really should have added to this list. Artichokes are just spectacular. They're high in inulin. Inulin is a prebiotic that feeds the bacteria in your colon. Just off the chart, good. Uh, and in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, we have my secret, or my grandmother's secret artichoke recipe. And I promise you, if you make that artichoke recipe, you'll never eat an artichoke in a restaurant again. They're outrageously overpriced. They don't taste good. Make them at home. They're so much better. And this is one of the things that I really think can change the world is if everybody starts to learn how to cook at home. If we can teach the kids how to cook, I learned from my family. Uh, my father was disabled. He had a horrible accident before I was born and fell off a ladder and went deaf. He broke his back, fractured his skull, went deaf. Uh, he could walk and he could talk, but he couldn't hear. And back then, you were disabled. That was it. There was no OSHA. There was no hire the handicap. You were deaf. You were an outcast, basically. So we cooked everything at home because we didn't have any money either. So I learned how to cook, and it really was one of the greatest things I ever, that ever happened to me in my life. And I remember going to college, and I, start, I, I started cooking one day with my roommates, my, these new roommates. I'd never met these guys, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm cooking. What do you mean you're cooking? So I'm going to make chicken soup. I'm going to make pasta fazool. I'm going to, really? You can do that? So I really want you to consider going old school and teaching your kids how to cook, because it's a great way to spend time with them, too, because a lot of times you don't know what to do with kids. Well, I don't know. I don't have, I'm not a phone, so they don't want to look at me. What can I do? I'm not a computer. 
So if you spend time cooking with them and it's instant gratification, I made this, it's great. And start out basic if you want to and, and, and grow from there, but it really is something that's important. And things like Swiss chard and all the things we're talking about today, uh, you can start incorporating. Now in my book, again, Eating Right for the Health of It, we have well over 200 recipes and it tells you how to change your diet. So it really is a good guide. Because my goal is I wanna get you well and keep you well. I want you to eat the right foods. I want you to take the right supplements. I wanna make sure your nervous system is working properly. I wanna make sure your digestive system is working properly. So many patients come to me with acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, chronic cough, because acid is coming up their from their stomach into their esophagus. Sinus problems, they can't figure out what it is. Acid coming up into the sinuses. So if you wanna get well, you'd like to get your nervous system checked, your digestive system checked, your diet figured out, Go to my website, drjoe.com. Make an appointment right now. The phone number is 844-44-DR-JOE. But I know on, when you do broadcasting, a lot of people don't remember phone numbers. But drjoe.com is real easy to remember. Go to the website. Make an appointment right now. We accept most insurances, uh, Medicare, car accidents, sports injuries. If the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. And I don't care if the accident was 50 years ago or if it was an hour ago. You need to come see us as quickly as possible. Because if bones are out of alignment, they're pinching nerves and it hurts, but 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. You can have a pinched nerve and not know it, and those nerves control your organs. And then if the bones are out of alignment, they rub up against each other and they wear out. So we want to get the nervous system working, digestive system working, and a good diet. So if you want to make an appointment or you want to order the supplements, you want to listen to the podcast, send me questions, drjoe.com. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito the website, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.